War is inevitable. You've made the right choice. Time for Marcy's come! podcast patch notes update review spectacular <laughs> yay this it's is our us first, uh, first recording of the patch notes independently from the episodes so it's going to be nice and condensed if you're not interested in the patch notes you can ignore these going forward but download them for us anyways because you love us so this is yay, smiley the face thanks goddess of rivers update which has an update patch number i don't know because i didn't look it up it's because we're prepared it doesn't yeah, say at the top so i'm not down so uh yeah and this one this is the release patch for yamoja and i believe the one that worlds gets played on or close to it i can't remember mm, i don't think so I think it's the one right before this that will yeah. be played, because I don't think she's so we'll, going to be involved. We'll jump right on here. Uh, new Yoruba Guardian, Yamoja, Goddess of Rivers. Her passive is Omi. Yamoja's abilities do not cost any mana, and only her ultimate has a cooldown. Instead, Yamoja uses Omi to cast spells. She starts with seven and is able to earn up to three more Omi. Yamoja gains one Omi, plus 0.01 per level every 5 seconds, and cooldown reduction increases Omi regeneration. Yamoja's basic attack healing only affects gods and does not proc item effects. Uh, unlock additional Omi at 300, 450, and 600 mana slash MP5 from items. So it's like Kakolin's health meter, but in reverse. Mm, yeah, it's like, um, from what I've seen, it's pretty easy to get to 10. And have like really good um, cooldown and spam ability, but I also I'm interested because I watched a video of some stuff and some things happened. When we go through our abilities more, I'll kind of I'll kind of lay it out as it goes. But I am concerned. Yeah, I'm always concerned about. I'm always concerned about <laughs> new characters, but I'm pretty concerned. <laughs> um. Her basic attacks have that weird projectile hit. I'll read that quick. It's um on her basic attacks, Emoji's basic attack projectile hits allies in a larger radius and passes through them, stopping on the first enemy hit. So let me explain that just a little bit. It's still the same size as a normal basic for enemies, but for allies it's bigger, if that makes sense. Uh the basic attack healing is one every point five seconds and plus ten percent increased healing for seven seconds. And it has plus 0.2 scaling per level. Uh, and it does not proc item effects. They already said that. but That's still nutty. Healing in autos. Yeah, I mean, it's not a lot at all at any stage. But it's, like, interesting. But if I hold down right trigger, you stay alive. Like, if you're holding down right trigger and best case scenario, you're hitting your carry and them. Like, yeah, they just it's die. still something. And it's over, it's over time. It's not per basic. So, like... 
it lasts, mm, I think, like, 10 sec or for 7 seconds. Yeah, 7 seconds. So if you think about it, 7 seconds, it's 14 tel ticks of um, healing, whatever it may be, at the level you're at, you are. Um, yeah. But as long as I'm hitting you with autos, that never that cooldown resets, and you're yeah. constantly being healed. Right. So like, literally, all you have to do is hit them once every seven seconds. Yeah. So it doesn't speed it up or anything to continue autoing. Right. And then her first ability here, her first ability sounds like a bucket of fun, and it's bouncing bubble. Emoja tosses out a bubble that bounces twice, <laughs> dealing damage <laughs> and slowing enemies by thirty percent before exploding into smaller bubbles that deal 50% damage. Enemies hit by both bubble bounces take 50% uh, damage on the second hit. Damage is 40 to 200 plus 40% of magical power. The slower duration is 1.2 to 2 seconds and costs 2 omen. So kind of like a hurt boulder. Kind of, yeah. Because hurt boulder bounces one, or doesn't bounce, but you know, it's got that gap between you and where it lands. Yeah. I don't really know how to classify that ability as other anything other than fun as fuck because it's just whoop 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 <laughs> and it, it's the greatest. Um, her next next ability is bold as shit. Hold on, this is not her next ability. This is still her one. Oh, Moonstrike is still her one. Yes. So every time you use Bouncing Bubble, it transforms to Moonstrike, and then when you use Moonstrike, oh, okay. it transforms back to Bouncing so Bubble. So her one point two, Moonstrike. Emoja calls upon the moon to deal damage to enemies below. The inner strike is the largest, dealing full damage and stunning all enemies and structures hit. Yeah, you heard that right. Structures. Yep. You, you inner did. damage is 50 to 210 plus 55% of your magical power. Outer damage is 20 to 100 plus 20% of your magical power. Stun duration is 1 to 1.4 seconds and costs 2 omen. So yeah. you can't just spam this like we originally thought. No, you can Kinda. Well, yeah, but you have to. It has to have the other one go off first, so you can right. only get it for three and a half seconds or so instead of seven seconds or whatever we came up with. Yeah, Oof, yeah. that's still still that's a lot, still a thing, still fun, still fun. Um, this ability I'm kind of interested in because I feel like everyone's sleeping on it a little bit from what I've watched of players playing her, and that's mending waters. Yamoja sends out a wave of water that damages all enemies. It passes through, dealing extra unmitigated damage to their shields. Once the wave reaches an ally, it bounces to all nearby allies, healing and shielding them for 3 seconds. The damage is 50 to 170 plus 40%. The bonus damage to shields uh, is 2 times at all ranks, except for the last, which is 3 then. Uh, the heal is 20 to 100 plus 20% of your magical power, and the shield is 40 to 200 plus 20% of your magical power. So, <laughs> this ability is so insane. Imagine having meds and shell without the mana for your whole team, and you can hit them with it too. Like, <laughs> and that deals true damage to their shield, right? Two times to three times at the end. So, I mean, like, I'm not saying they should level it first. Leveling the one's definitely the way, but I feel like a lot of people are sleeping on the two. Like, I just don't see them using it at all. They're just focusing on the, the ways you can use the one. But we'll finish the abilities and then I'll see. I'll say what I saw. Yeah, we might actually, you know, burn down a Nike. Yeah. So her third ability here is Riptide. Yamoja creates a water ring that knocks up everyone that enters it. Allies are pushed further and gain both movement speed and protections for three seconds. Enemies go a shorter distance and are slowed. 
After entering a ring, you are briefly knocked out of, of entering another. Nemoja can place the ring at a maximum distance to reverse the direction. Movement speed is 20 to 40%. Protections is 20 to 40 physical magical prots. Slow is 30% for 2 seconds. Ring duration is 6 seconds and pause 3 only. Hold up. Yeah, go ahead. Just think about it and then just say. She can apply 80% slow. Or what's the slow on the... Okay, so she can she can apply between her one and her three a sixty percent slow. Mm-hmm. If the jungler jumps on your squishy, you can separate them and give especially like your carry. You can give your carry all the gas he needs for six seconds or for three seconds. Plus, they have protections. Can we talk about this? Um. Yeah, we can. Okay. So this ability is kind of sick. I've not seen literally anybody use it in any of the videos that I've watched the right way. But it's fine, because they were all just kind of exploring the god, I guess. But they were also trying to win, so they were just using their one. <laughs> but uh, um, this ability is really sick. Like, it gives protections to your allies. It slows enemies when you hit them with it. It stays up for six seconds. So that's a six-second zone where people cannot go through. Um, and a literal insane movement speed buff and you get a free jump out of it so like this ability is insane i feel like she has a lot of insane abilities no matter where you look protections array yeah bro she and she can use lotus crown so uh, hold on if she hits you with the two and then sends you in with a riptide yeah so like level five i can heal with lotus crown i can heal you and give you like 50 or 60 protections 40 Oh, oh, 60, 60. Yeah, yeah sorry, I'm sorry. Lo- whatever Lotus Crown is, plus 20. Three. Pretty sure it's 20. So yeah, so yeah, level 5, you could give me 60 protections. Uh, Well, no, because this ability would be ranked 2. So you would give me 25 protections, 25% movement speed at and level whatever, 5. And Lotus so. Crown prots from the heal if I wanted to. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah, this is fine. Yeah, she's insane. Um, Great. Okay. Now, her alternate is <laughs> Moses is out of the building. The waves are coming down. River's rebuke. Yamoja unleashes her full power, creating two large walls of water that block enemy movement and projectiles. After a delay, the river cascades down, damaging, trembling, and slowing enemies. Yamoja gains a buff to her Omi regeneration while she is in the river field that lingers briefly after she leaves it. The damage is 240 to 500 plus 70% of your magical power, so it's like fucking big as fuck. Hurts real bad. Uh, Slow, 90%, decreasing by 30% each second. Big, big, big slow. Uh, Slow duration, interesting, 3 seconds. Wow, it's almost like it decays from 90 to 30 to nothing. It does. Omi regeneration, 1 extra every 2 seconds. The buff duration is 4 seconds after leaving the wave area, and the cooldown on her ult is 100 seconds. Why should she need to slow for like 130%? Now granted, it doesn't stack. It's not like they're going to hold still with all those slows stacked. I mean, that'd be funny. <laughs> oh. um, so, okay. I'm going to reveal what I've seen of this god so far. I saw a weekend player, okay? Or no, I saw Incon player first. I watched Incon play her first because he was playing her mid, and that's what I was worried about, right? That's immediately what you're worried about when new guardians come out with range. It's is it a mage? Guess what, guys? It's a mage. All you have to do is get your one, and you 
have three casts in a row instantly. Three instant cast abilities that do damage at level one instantly. I mean, I called it. You walk into lane, and Yamoja bubbles the wave, stuns you and the archers, and then bubbles the wave again, and you're half dead and your wave's gone. Like, that's what I saw, man. And then I literally watched Incon take a Baron out to dinner and eat him like groceries 50 times in a row. Like, he just walked into lane, got bubble stunned, bubble, bubble stunned. Like, he was dead. He had no chance. See, he's fine. I called and told you she wasn't going to be a true... I mean, she is a true support. Her kit is very supporty. It is. But the funny part is, she does too much damage again. Yeah. Way too much damage. And her ult is hilarious, because all you have to do is turn sideways in a lane, and they're stuck. Like, at the right places, of course. But mid lane was hilarious. Watching him just... Oh, I'm ulting. And you just yep. turn sideways, and the entire lane is now squished to this little tiny box. Jeez. And you have to take Phantom to get out. Yeah. Hey, Phantom has a use. Yay, Phantom is not just for Odin and maybe Mirror and Kraken, I guess. Maybe. Maybe. That's a stretch. We all know this is my favorite part of the patch. Right. Cute Cultivator Persephone. The the flowers, I don't care how cool her her default art is, the flowers are adorable. Yeah, the flowers are adorable. This is her first skin. Her first skin is this good. Yeah, like, where's the shitty recolor? Oh, wait, they have that. (laughs) Hold on. Where's, Where's the really shitty tier one skin? Like, tier two, I guess it will be. Back in our day. Yeah. Back in our day, man. We didn't get cool skins before we got tier twos. Then Whirlwind, uh, Whirlwind Tech Jingtian is boss as hell. That, yeah. I heard, I think it was Murican came into voice chat at some point when this was coming out. And he's like, oh, what did he fucking yell? He's like, it's a, oh, it's that, that word that means. Gundam? Yes. He's like, Gundam Jingtian. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I had to go check it out, like, instantly. <laughs> yep. And then Dawn Defender Thor. Pretty good. He's got a lot of good skins, so, you know. Yeah. It looks cool. He's got a little thing on it that says Ragnarok. Little belt. Little sash, I guess. Yep. Yeah, it looks good. It's like that uh, area skin that came out recently. Yeah, yeah. This one, uh, Swift Scurrier Neat. Not a fan. I haven't seen it in-game. I don't know. Haven't seen it in-game, like, but, yeah, not a fan. I mean, I like that they went for, like, a full reskin. You know what I mean? Unless it looks fantastic in-game, somehow I'm really confused. Yeah. I mean, but hey, it, even if it's not, at least they're giving us something that's like a full model rework, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. Then is Wise Wizard Merlin. So everyone who wanted the old man Merlin, here you go. That, oh my god, I'm so excited for that. Because that one's, it, it, it's like, not that insane of a skin. It's not like he's like some molten giant whatever you know he's just an old man but that is like the skin that i would want for a merlin you know what i mean oh absolutely oh then guy's favorite guy's orgasm horrific harvester op watch man that that skin looks terrifying yeah dude the scarecrow look is knocking it out i feel like we've asked for this in the past like where's scarecrow op watch right then you've got bloody butcher ymir oh this was the one that american was trying to figure out before it came out yeah 8 out of 10. It doesn't look like Ymir. It's badass. Mm-hmm. It's another one of those where they really changed the character model. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. No, not at all. Then we've got Radical Rex Chalk. This is the best Chalk skin. is literally, literally the T-Rex from the Poseidon ult. Yeah, like, this is the best skin. Because it's Poseidon ult comes out, okay, and then it Chalk ults you. Is that actually what happened? <laughs> well, no. 
I'm just saying, like, oh, imagine yeah. you get Poseidon altered by the right skin, and then the Kraken continues coming as a chalk alt. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's hilarious. Ninja Mojas, uh, Mastery Skins, they look good. Yeah, that gold skin actually looks decent for once. I usually don't yeah. like gold skins. I'm going to knock out the uh, update release schedule. October 15th, we get Umoja, Cute Cultivator, Persephone, Wise Wizard, Merlin, Halloween Chest. October 22nd, Whirlwind Tech, Jun Ken. October 29th, Swiss Scurrier Neath, Retro Rex Chest. November 5th, Dawn Defender, Dip, Dip, Dawn Defender Thor. Dip, Dip, Dawn Defender Thor? Maybe, Dip, 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 Dip. Next one, patches here is the Esports Profile Cosmetics. So, celebrate Smite Esports with Team Profile Cosmetics items. Each item will be direct purchase for 200 gems, and a portion of the proceeds go to the specific orb whose item you bought. All current SPL orbs have a new jump stamp and ward scan, except for Obey, who joined the SPL late in the season. All current SPL orbs that have had a profile cosmetic items introduced before Season 6 will have all of their content re-released, except for World Championship skins. Some orbs will have more or less content due to the amount of previous released items. Some org profile cosmetics won't be on sale until their org completes the legal processes to have their items sold. The esports content will remain available to purchase in the game until the launch of Season 7. You can find a list of purchasable esports profile cosmetic items coming in the next update below. I don't think we realistically need to read through this. No. That's just a bunch of saying the same team name 15 times. It's, it's, you know... If you really want to know which avatars and HUD themes and jump stamps and shit came out, it's on the page, smitegame.com, and just hit news. Alright, bug fixes. General fixed an issue where killing the Oni Fury would sometimes not spawn an empowered wave of minions. Yeah, that would piss me off. Uh, fixed archer minions sometimes stopping short of max attacking range of the Titan, but still attempt to fire range shots at the Titan. Yes, I've <laughs> seen that a million times. Uh-huh. User interface. Fixed several match lobby skin selection issues. Fixed item builder filtering using or instead of and when filtering CCR. Fixed some names not displaying on the ranked leaderboards. Setting. Fixed some settings failing to save if the client is closed within 15 seconds of closing the settings page. Setting. Fixed many of the spectator game stats keybind labeled <laughs> incorrectly. Oh god, spectator, please. Setting. Fixed volume settings not saving after relogging. Yeah, that's annoying. Match lobby. Fixed voice chat icons not showing active when player is speaking. Odyssey. Fixed undefined text issues. Odyssey. Fixed problems with the buy all button sometimes not working. That would probably be annoying. I'm trying to give you my money. Odyssey. Player can rotate preview models with the right thumbstick. Okay. Console. Fixed disappearing cursor when trying to highlight the filters button in the other tab. Okay. On to god bug fixes now. Oof. There's kind of a lot of these. Holy... Uh, yep. Chang'a, General, fixed Pirate Queen basic attack audio playing twice. Fixed Pirate Queen Rabbit appearing untextured at low shader setting. Thanks. <laughs> that I, that was me. I saw White Rabbit. Or White, is it a rabbit? I thought it was kind of a bunny. Like, I thought it was something else. Never mind. Okay. I thought they made it something else for the pirate skin for some reason. Uh, fixed Admiral, Pi- Admiral and Pirate Queen Chang'a animation freezing if left idle for too long. Interesting. Chernobog, General, fixed Archangel VGS saying enemy ultimate incoming instead of enemy ultimate down. Yep, I heard that. Uh, Hell, General, fixed pop punk light stance using dark stance emote. 
Hera, Argus, fix Argus, sometimes unable to target towers, thank you. Huyi, general, fix animation issue with out of combat, forward, right walking. No! I loved that. Aww. Horus, general, if Horus dies while being spectated, their icon will no longer remain on the map until respawning. That's good. I saw plenty of that. Fracture, fix an issue where this ability could trigger Heartseeker twice. Thank goodness. To the skies, fix an issue where sometimes players became stuck in the disembodied state when using this ability. Yep. That would be painful. Just just scout for us, man. Just scout. <laughs> it's all good. Isis, circle of protection. Fixed ability to proc Staff of Mirden when on cooldown rather than when cast. That makes a lot of sense why she was being really, really strong. That's interesting wording because I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. King Arthur, Sundering Strike, Excalibur's Wrath. Fixed ability where Pridwin would not trigger when this ability was used. That's the little one. Yeah. So the ice has changed. You would cast her ult, and it would immediately proc Staff of Meriden instead of waiting till it went on cooldown. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, new uh, general, fixed missing crystal sounds from into... Wait. Fixed missing crystal sounds from intro across multiple skins. Persephone, Grasp of Death. Fixed an issue where if a player activated the beads relic when hit by the cage, the player would be unable to damage the cage afterwards. I kind of noticed that. I think I noticed that a couple times. Fix an issue that resulted in CC immunity not cleansing the vine grass. Didn't see that. I've noticed that. Scotty, general, fix Calvera VGS having mixed up lines for be careful middle and left. <sighs> okay. Alright. Project Olympus. Project Olympus is the biggest it's ever been this patch. Yeah. So, first up is early surrender improvements. When a team chooses to surrender early, that match will not count for or against any player's MMR on either team. TP will still work as it currently does. The team who surrenders won't lose TP, while the team who won will gain reduced TP. The player who left causing early surrender to become enabled will still lose double the amount of TP they would have lost otherwise, but their MMR will be unaffected. Okay. So that's good. Good. That's really good. Yeah, I like that. Yep. Data-driven auto-buy. So they're adding some new functionality to auto-buy, and I'm going to kind of go through this because it's no longer through it all. All right, so the data-driven auto-buy will use actual active statistics refreshing periodically so that you don't have a Season 2 build on a Season 6 Assassin. Um, only one exception we made. Assassin's Blessing will be replaced by Attacker's Blessing when the data would auto-buy this for, for you in non-conquest modes. So auto-buy is going to get a little smarter, which is nice. Popular tab will now be using the new data. Uh, in recommended, items tagged as starter will remain unchanged for the time being. Relics will remain unchanged. Consumables will remain unchanged. Core items will now be populated by the new feature. Offensive defensive items that were previously misleading appearing to be a recommended building damage on tanks or defense on DPS. Offensive has been renamed Core 2 and will use the new data. Defensive is now labeled situational and will use the new items also. Autobuy will continue to buy items from recommended using new data. For new gods, we will be using data from similar gods while we gather matches for the algorithm. For example, Yamojo will initially use data from Sylvanas. Player behavior updates. General updated the bad word filter list to better catch players trying to bypass it. Shadow banning. Players who engage in certain negative chat behaviors will have their ability to send chat messages removed, but they will not get any feedback to indicate their messages have not been sent. Lol. There are so many people that I'm not going to hear bitching at me for no reason now. And I'm so happy. Right. I get told to kill myself in casuals probably like once a week. Oh, at least. And like, I'm not even being BM. I'm just being like, 
hey, you know, this item's not that great. Maybe you should try this one. Or, hey, you should try rotating when your mid is missing for that long. Or, like, just general helpful things. Or, like... Hi, how you doing? Go kill yourself. Or, like, I'll ask a simple question. Like, hey, Merlin, why, why did you back? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not attacking you. Like, why'd you back, you fucking idiot? But I'm just like, yo, like, why'd you back? We could have done this. And they'll just be like, fucking kill yourself shut up and i'm like oh oh okay i am so sorry <laughs> whatever and then i just mute them <laughs> yep. we're also getting chat gag a new penalty that can be applied to a player's account limiting the amount of messages they have available to send when triggered players will have a limited number of messages vgs commands and pings they can send as a match continues they will slowly gain more messages as players who are chat gag play games where they don't engage in negative chat behavior, the restrictions will become less intense until eventually removed. So don't spam shit or you ain't going to do fucking nothing. You're going to be like, why the fuck is anyone rotating? And that's because your VGS has been cut off because you're a cunt. Mm -hmm. So don't be a dick and you can communicate. Be a dick and you don't ever get rotated to. It's always hilarious when people would rather BM than just be like, Yo, this guy's ganked me three times. Come over here. Right. Where the fuck's my, instead it's where the fuck's my jungle? No fucking jungle. Report rat. <laughs> right. Even though the other two lanes are like snowballing like a son of a bitch because the rat's been there. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, next up is automated instant reporting. So based on actions players engage in the game, the match instance itself can report players. Adjusted back end behavior systems to utilize this automated instance reporting more directly. Note. We still rely on player reports above all else, but this will help our internal teams better recognize players who are creating a negative experience for others more quickly. So you can get banned for being a useless piece of shit, even if no one takes the time to report you. Yeah. Don't be a dickhead. So, don't be a dickhead. This patch is should have been called Don't Be a Dickhead. Yeah, patch, don't be a dick. Patch emoja and don't be a dick. Right. Uh, and last here is ping text notification. When a player pings the minimap, a chat message will be generated that indicates which player pinged the map. This will only occur once within a five-second period. So that's good. That'll help out a little bit. Yeah. For knowing, it's like, who pinged? Where did ping? Because by the time you, you hear it, you're like, where, where? You can't see it. Or you see the ping, and you're like, wait, who pinged it? Like, why am I doing this? <laughs> right. Why am I running to this and yelling, like, why am I running to this ping? Who did it? <laughs> yeah. Was it my level five jungler, or was it my level 12 mid laner? That matters. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, and then Classic Joust will be returning with a Halloween theme for a little while. Spoopy, cool. spoopy. What's that? It's a Classic Joust. Yep. They've added a hard difficult to co-op and practice cues. Um, easy and medium uh, difficulties have been rebalanced, so you can now go in and lose to bots too. Dude, I want to get fragged. Right. And then practice cues have been moved to the training tab. Okay. Makes Up sense. next is item bombs. Assassin's Blessing. Now provides plus 50 health, increased mana restored from 20 to 25 per trigger of its passive. Still dead. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get the health. Like, that's not what they need. Uh, the mana's nice. The mana's nice. The health is weird. Basically, you can read the second sentence and understand. With worlds quickly approaching, we don't want to, and I'm going to cut it off right there. We're going to say, fix it because it's trash, but we don't want to change anything for worlds. Yeah, which is what you start saying this time of year anyway. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but that's exactly why that item is still crap. <laughs> because they can't magically change it on the patch right before Worlds. And 
expect it to go well with the players in Worlds. Because they hate that right. kind of shit. They get really pissed off when they make crazy changes too close to Worlds. Isn't that when you just tell them to get good, you're pros? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blackthorn Hammer gets an increased cost from 2000 to 2200 No surprise there. If you were physical, you kind of just picked it up 90% of the time. It was a really good item. You still pick it up pretty much. Yep. It's still dirt cheap. Heartseeker here, no surprises here as well, increased cost from 29 to 3100 gold and fixed an issue where this item was providing 70 magical power instead of 75 magical power. Physical, but yeah. So it's getting all of its physical power and cost 200 more gold. Yeah, that weird. That item's weird. Uh, okay, so now we're into God Balance. Good old Achilles uh, is getting his spear range back. He's the best looking warrior, and now he's got the best basic attack ranges. Um, yeah, I, I didn't like this change at all when they took it away because there's a certain level of like visual feedback that people take in a game. And like, if you're attacking with a spear and not hitting stuff that your spear tip is literally touching because they had to nerf his range because he was, I don't know, good that season or whatever, like, I don't think that this was the right change. Um, I think this is a good revert, but his increased basic attack range from 12 to 16 again, and they updated his attack animation to better show this increased range as well. Um, Aplush is getting a buff. Uh, he now applies 40% reduction in healing for 5 seconds on Undead Surge. That is Come on. insane. Guy is rolling in his britches right now trying to get us to let him play Aplush all the time, and now he's just going to do it more. He's like, anti-heal, come on, come on. His ult's, what, 100% anti-heal? I don't know, dude. I haven't played against Oplush, so I don't remember. He's just been so gone from everywhere. It's fine. He just has three of his four damaging abilities deal with healing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's definitely, like, literally the anti-heal guy. Uh, Kukulkan is getting some changes. General increases base health from 365 to 380. Increased health per level from 68 to 75. The increased movement speed from 350 to 355, sorry, to 360. The Whirlwind increased the rate at which Whirlwind attempts to apply or refresh the damaging effect on a player in the area from every 0.5 seconds to every 0.25 seconds. Twice as fast. This means basically that you can't just walk out of it when he puts it down. That's it. It doesn't change how often the dot hits. It just changes the fact that he can put it dead center on you and you turn and walk away fast enough and it doesn't matter that was very unfun for Google Khan. i like this change a lot he's going to be a bigger pain in the ass now and i understand that and i'm very sad but again i would rather the game work the way it looks like it should than be better for me because <laughs> his whirlwind also gives it a tick when it applies the first bit of damage so like you're only you're in theory if you were able to walk out of the whirlwind and only take one initial tick while you were in it for the four that you would get uh that means you're basically taking six ticks now no it just means that you're taking well maybe you're right because of the increase well no because i think the whirlwind is like a dot right that it puts on you i think right. only the application is at 0.25 seconds because mm -hmm. it's it, uh, which attempts to reapply to apply or refresh the damage effect mm. So you probably will take an extra two ticks from anything yeah. you would have taken. Yeah, it's, that's going to be fun. <laughs> Not like instantly, but over time, like it'll last longer than usual. Right, and that's the only hypothetical, right? So if you if you were in a whirlwind and you get out 
and you only take four ticks because you're only in it for one tick. Mm. Um, in that same amount of time, you could now pro- pro- quite probably take two ticks because it's happening at 50% the speed as it was before. Right, because it's happening at 0.25 seconds instead of 0.5. So in a 0.5 window, you take two ticks, I think. Anyway. It's very confusing. Yep, it does say increasing the chances the enemy will take additional ticks after leaving the area. Why didn't I just read? Because English is hard. You're right, you're right. Better. Uh, okay, Persephone. Um, I'm scared to read these because I don't know the changes and I'm scared. Okay, Pomegranate Seeds. Persephone's harvest plants now deal 50% damage while in her revived state to match Persephone's damage reduction. Thank God, because that wasn't fun. Persephone now gains 100% of her mana back when entering her death state. That's not fun. Added a brief lockout so players cannot accidentally cancel reviving themselves. Okay. Um, Bone Rush. The damage area of Bone Rush is now a rolling line attack. This means players close to the explosion are hit earlier than those far away. So basically, they added the ability to juke this ability at a range instead of it being an instant hit, which is not fun. And they added an intro sound to give players better feedback that this ability has been capped. They worded that really bad. That was one of my big complaints about her entire kit. It was just really quiet. Yeah, you didn't hear anything until the skeleton exploded already. (laughs) The damage area of Bone Rush now displays a warning targeter as well, which is really good because that ability is farkin' huge. I don't think she'll ever hit with it again, actually. Now that no, well, it's it's still really fast, dude. It's a really fast ability. Yeah, but dude, I don't know. If it has a warning zone and everything and it has a the the rolling line attack instead, I don't know if she hits it that often anymore. I mean, I'll watch. He has an indicator of where it's gonna do damage. I mean that's pretty true. Uh Harvest. Harvest's max count has been decreased from ten at all levels to six, six, eight, eight, ten. Harvest now displays a buff bar counter to indicate how many harvest plants are active. Added a new mini-map icon for Persephone's harvest plants, thank goodness. Increased harvest explosion scaling from 75 to 80%. Increased harvest bite scaling from 85 to 90%. Decreased subsequent damage reduction from 50 to 87.5 to 40 to 78%. So basically, her plants are going to do more damage, but she's going to have slightly less of them early game. Which is good, because her having 10 plants at the start of the game is crap. Yeah, I, I've played Persephone a couple times, and the first wave is always free. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, Raijin getting some changes. Uh, Raiju, increase Raiju's base bounce damage tick from 9 to 15, 9 to 33, sorry, to 14 to 50. Increases That's Raiju bounce damage tick scaling from 8% to 10%. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm really. I'm. I'm glad guy likes Raijin now. Yeah. Okay. On a set, kings are being slain left and right by set. Mm. Kingslayer decrease base damage from 25 to 85 to 25 to 65. Increase damage scaling from 25 to 30 percent. Decrease base healing from 45 to 105 to 45 to 85. And increase the scaling healing from 25, 20% to 25%. Updated description to make it more clear that only sets attack sets attacks mark enemies. Uh, so basically, King Slayer is... They're trying to turn it more into a jungler ability versus a solo ability. They're taking away the base damage to make it less strong so that when you build tank, you do less damage. But they're increasing the scaling so that when you build damage, you build more damage, right? That makes sense. Same with the healing. Yeah, it makes sense, because he's an assassin, not a fucking warrior. Yeah, okay. On to Sobek. Uh, 
Sobek is getting a change to his charge prey, decrease the cooldown from 15 to 13 seconds, and his Hell sickening yeah. strike is getting extra damage. Increased damage from 60 to 220 to 80 to 220. Oh my god, dude. Sobek's early game is going to be sick. Go, dude. It's time to pluck and fuck, baby. Let's go. All right. Okay, this is the one thing that I hate about this whole patch that I heard about so many times already. <laughs> Why the fuck did we buff Tyr? Anyway, Fearless in his guard stance no longer disarms enemies. It now just knocks them up, which is the more overpowered CC. Thanks, Hi-Rez. Tyr's already unkillable. Why not give him another free hard CC? You're right. Forge OP confirmed. You're right, Hi-Rez. You're right. No one is above the law. You're right. He should be the top of balance. I get you. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. On to Shibalake, which is actually the last thing on the patch. Saving the best for last. Poison Darts gets an increased slow from scaling up to 20% to 20% at all ranks. Good. Yeah. Seriously good. Poison slow of 4% is kind of fucking bad. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I, if I would have ever read that, I would have been like, why is it even there? <laughs> yeah, well, he used to have the increased range on his, or he used to have the stun on his ult, so they gave him something back for it. Yeah, I think he needed, like, something after the stun to get him a little more, like, you know, every hunter has a little bit of CC or something for themselves. He didn't have any until max rank of his two, so I like that change. Yep, well, that wraps up our patch notes. All right. Nice and tidy. We done. So swing, swing on by. Let us know your thoughts on these patch notes if you want. We'll definitely engage a conversation. Uh, some of these I think are going to be a little wackier than people are expecting. Um, overall, nothing too crazy, I think, other than tier. Yeah. Um, also, it's not always just going to be me and Yuji. We can pull other people in and out. You know what I'm saying? So it's not always just going to be two of us. There might be two. There might be five. There might be one. There might be two crickets and a small violin. Yeah. There might be a... Poseidon all wielding a giant laser axe. That's true. Who knows? 